Well, I stand before you tonight as a hypocrite. You might be thinking, how is he a hypocrite? I knew it. I knew that he doesn't support the bishop's appeal, that I ask you every week to support the annual bishop's appeal, and I don't give. But I tell you, that is not how I am a hypocrite, for I've already made my contribution at the Crozier Society level for the annual appeal. But I stand before you tonight as a hypocrite because I'd like to preach a homily on letting go of anger and grudges and all of those things attached to that. But I would be the first to tell you that I get angry at other people at times, that I hold a grudge like no one else. So how is it that I can do this tonight? But yet, Jesus in our gospel today says, But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Of course, our anger towards our brother or sister, our friend, whoever it is, might happen in many different ways. The person might have said something to us that angered us. And so those words that they said, we don't forget them. And they play in our mind over and over again, causing that anger to rise up over and over and over. Or maybe uh, someone said something about us, but not to us, and then we heard what was said about us. And maybe we are angry over that and harbor ill will or hard feelings towards an individual that fits that description. Of course, we could be angry at someone because they've done something to hurt us, that they've taken some sort of action towards us that was hurtful, and so that causes anger and grudges to be held. When I think of anger and holding on to anger, perhaps today I'd like to offer a few different steps that maybe we can take to begin to live like Jesus wants us to live, to be able to let go of our anger towards our brothers so we aren't liable to judgment. I'm always reminded of one of those black and white films starring Bill or starring Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby in The Bells of St. Mary's arrives at St. Mary's School as the new priest, an Irishman, and he's a young priest and he has lots of different ideas that lots of people don't take to, including the Mother Superior, the nun that runs the Catholic school. And so they constantly, Father O'Malley and this nun are butting heads always over something, whether it's disciplining a child, or maybe it's over education practices. In the very opening of the film, he dismisses school on the very first day to celebrate his arrival, which angers the sister. At the end of the film, though, the sister becomes very upset with the priest, with Father O'Malley, because what happens is this sister is being reassigned. She's going to be sent to Arizona to live and to work. And she begins to harbor anger and grudges and ill will towards Father O'Malley because she believes that Father O'Malley wanted to get rid of her because they didn't agree on things. They didn't see eye to eye because the young girl he wanted to pass along in the school, she wouldn't let that happen and wanted her to repeat the grade. 
and so she thinks he went over her head. But really, as the movie comes to an end, what she finds out is that she's actually suffering from tuberculosis and needs the warmer climate to be able to heal. But there's a very moving, a very striking scene in the film at this very end of it, in which the sister goes into the church and she prays before the tabernacle in the church, before the Blessed Sacrament, and she says, Lord, remove all bitterness and anger from my heart. Remove all bitterness and anger from my heart. Sometimes when people come to confession, I often will repeat this story of the bells of St. Mary and that prayer of that nun and perhaps encourage them to make that prayer their own as we struggle through our anger and grudges that we might hold towards other people. But maybe the first step in letting go of anger is to be able to pray for its removal to give it to the Lord and say, remove all bitterness from my heart. It's naming that anger. Who is it? What did they do? Why did they do this? And once we are able to name it and to give it to God in prayer, maybe God gives us that grace to be able to take the next step. What's the next step in letting go of anger? Maybe it's to reach out to the person who we have grieved or maybe who has grieved us. To reach out to them and maybe to apologize to them for any wrong that we have done to try to make our own amends. You might remember this, but on the Feast of the Holy Family at the end of Christmas, at that weekend, I preached a homily that I titled, I Haven't Always Honored My Father. In that homily, I shared a little bit about how my father abandoned my mother and me and our family, and how throughout the years I've occasionally reached out to him and more recently had done so. And, And so you could say that I've harbored anger and grudges and ill will towards him. And maybe the first step for me was to pray that prayer most recently, remove all bitterness from my heart surrounding my father. But maybe the next step for me in that case would be able to reach out. Now, as I shared that story in my homily one weekend, one of our parishioners decided to look up my father and decided to call him, in which a conversation ensued and That individual shared with my father about my accomplishments and how he should be very proud of who I've become and that maybe he would want to be a part of my life. And that person reached out and no response. Of course, they talked to him, but no response in terms of calling me or sending a card or a note. But just this past Monday, my uncle on my paternal side, my father's side, called the parish to confirm my cell phone number and told me, well, your dad wants to get together with you. Has he called you yet? He hasn't. But maybe in this process of healing, of letting go of anger, maybe it's to reach out to the individual. And maybe that is what I'm being invited to do in this situation. Thirdly, after we pray, maybe after we reach out, after we try to make peace, perhaps it's to move on that maybe we will move on with that person in our life, that we'll be able to overcome whatever anger or grudges we hold. But maybe it's to move on and no longer to dwell on it and to realize that we've done all that we can. 
And we know that once we move on, though, those memories might return, and again, to go through that process of again giving it to the Lord and asking Him to take those memories away and to give us true healing. You see, in the first reading today, Sirach says that we can choose. We can choose what it is that we want to do. Maybe if we're angry with our brother or sister or family or friend, well, maybe today we can choose to let go and forgive. 